Here we are. Here we are. We're here. Um, I got a drink in my hand. What's up? Hey, John. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. You can hear me? Yeah. What? There we go. Alright, what's good, man? Oh, you know, just trying to stay inside as much as possible. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Independence Days. It's Brendan. This and is John. It's John. And, um, you know, all podcasts are coronavirus podcasts now. Welcome to the welcome to the club. We're all in one big club. Uh, we are just out in the streets right now reporting on the that's right. for all of you. That's right. So uh, we went from servers to former servers uh, or former uh, food service folks. And uh, now we're armchair experts on anything. You name it. Philosophy, economics, politics, journalism. We're the armchair experts. Conspiracy theories. We're the armchair experts on all of that shit. Um, So welcome. You know, we give a little we get a little edge to all of it. Uh, I wanted to focus on this, that, or the other earlier in the week, but god damn, does the news just, like, happen so fast. Every week it's already something big. Today I wake up, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, tweeting in all caps, LIBERATE MINNESOTA! LIBERATE MICHIGAN! Separate tweets. LIBERATE VIRGINIA! AND SAVE YOUR GREAT SECOND AMENDMENT! IT IS UNDER SIEGE! Uh, wow. What a fucking time to be alive where, before our very eyes, the President of the United States is calling for uh, an armed insurrection against uh, governors in his own country. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) goddamn. Well, I mean, I can't say that uh, in different scenarios, I would, uh, you know, I'd probably agree with him. I think that the government's fucked up. Yeah, I mean... It's just this is uh this is not a this is not a people's revolution that he's calling for you know this is a uh... he got pissed off because somebody told him that the president's power isn't total and absolute. That's right. That's right. He's getting real butt hurt that uh, the states are starting to take some uh, power into their own hands. You know, it started with. Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom saying like, hey, the federal government sent didn't send us the, the uh, ventilators we needed and we bought a bunch of uh, old ones, refurbished them in factories in-house and we sent them out to the hospitals that we need and then um, uh, uh, they created uh, like a West Coast uh, coronavirus response coalition with uh, Oregon and Washington and same things happening in New England, where all the states are getting together to figure to figure some shit out. Uh, how are they going to, you know, meet the uh, meet the demand for you know ventilators and PPE and stuff, uh, and also to develop a, a plan to um, get people back to work uh, in a way that is science based and in a way that keeps people safe. Right. Instead of just like arbitrarily doing it just because we're bored. 
We're bored of being at home, and we're tired of not making all that much money. We've got to send the poorest back to work, which is the um, the perspective of the president and of a lot of the Republican governors in this country. And then uh, as of this week, Governor Pritzker uh, here in Illinois has created a uh, Midwest coalition with the uh, governors of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio, Kentucky, and... Indiana. So, uh, you know, the president, you know, these are these here United States. The president doesn't have absolute authority. And at the end of the day, he works for us, you know, for crying out loud. Uh, Yeah. What a small man. What a small guy, you know. Uh, It's that like coupled with the fact that these or just like well, I mean, like look at like the whole thing with the uh, the stimulus checks being uh, like it's going to take longer to send them out because they had to they had to print his name on all of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, what a small. Like, I want like... the American people to know that this money's coming directly from me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's good politics. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's he's a branding guy, and um, well, it's not bad politics. But fuck this guy, you know, like people need to pay rent. People need to pay bills. He's so fucking small. Yeah, I'm surprised so that like uh, he didn't also want to send out like a, 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 a gift certificate or one of those fake like award cert- certificates addressed to himself that you yourself you get to sign to give the president a high five during these troubling I'm times. I'm surprised he's not fighting for, you know, for the American working class to get sent monthly checks so that he can send more checks with his name on it you know right I'd be happy with that. I'm, I'm fine with that like, i mean you know I, i'm uh i got i started to get paid thank god um so that's good you know but again we were looking at we were you know shooting some articles back and forth about all these tax breaks that are going to the rich that came out of the stimulus package something like 83 yeah. percent of the benefits um, are are going to the richest people in the country, the biggest companies and the richest people. And those same people are, are the ones that are urging us to get back to work so that they can make money. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, for real. It's so fucked up. And, you know, yes, $1,200 check is nice, but in the grand scheme of things, it's peanuts. You know? When the economy first crashed, remember, it was like six trillion dollars from the fed and then congress and then all this other stuff and we're getting a, a one-time twelve hundred dollar check six hundred dollars on top of our um unemployment which i'm grateful for wait However, what do you mean? are you saying that uh if you're receiving unemployment that's going to affect how much your stimulus check is no 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 when you the unemployment that you get starting this or last week you're getting $600 extra a week on your on top of your unemployment. Oh, yeah, right. Um, well, I mean, for the month or every two weeks, right? It, well, you get paid every two weeks, but it's weekly. Right. So you'll get right. extra $1,200 every week. What? Or sorry, $1,200 <laughs> every time you get paid every two weeks from unemployment. Right. Um, so, 
Yeah. We got this fucking rich-ass death cult running the country, and these fucking brainwashed Christian nationalists, these fucking fascists, came out in full force in uh, Michigan and Ohio. Stay in line. Flank her. Keep the control. Flan just got dicked. Protesting. Well, you know, they believe that uh, Jesus is going to protect them. They're covered in the blood of Jesus. Covered in that blood of Jesus. Hi, my name's Tracy Cross. I'm from White Cloud, Michigan. Uh, we came down and uh, we just want to end the lockdown and uh, use some common sense and uh, get things back to normal. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just crazy some of the stuff that's happening here. I've never seen anything like it. Um, You're out here without a mask, without gloves, you feel safe? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Um, so most Christians, we don't believe in, in uh, living in fear. You know, God's in control of everything. And uh, we, we just want to show our faith and, and get things back to normal. Wrapped in the flag, breaded and deep fried, served up with some powdered sugar on top. These are truly the rodeo fair snack people of America that are showing up to the uh, state capitol's uh, footsteps. Well, I mean, I feel like it's kind of a natural response. Like, these people are, like, you know, they have families and stuff, and they have bills to pay, and, you know, now we're going in two months without making any money, and, you know, our rent's not being stopped, or, like, they still have car payments and everything, and they still got kids to feed and shit. That's and, like... true, but, like, these are, this is, um... This is the wrong angle on this, but this is like all about perspective, you know. If you I'm look not saying at, that they're right. If you look I'm, at, I'm just like, saying uh, it's like. No, 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 I I understand it coming from where they're coming from, right? This remember, this is the group of people who uh, don't believe in climate change, right? They don't like scientists. They think scientists are anti-vaxxers, right? Although. The anti-vaccine movement knows no political spectrum. I've seen some numbers on that, and it's really interesting. Uh, that That is a weirdly... That knows no political boundary, the anti-vaccine. But they are... But these conservatives, they don't... They think scientists are uh, elitists, and they all have a political agenda. And, um, you know, a lot of these, like, lockdown regulations are coming from... Uh, what medical professionals and scientists are recommending we do. And almost universally, they're saying, we're not doing enough, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's amazing to me that they're breaking quarantine. A lot, I'm looking at some pictures here. They're still, a lot of them are still wearing masks, okay? They're wearing masks, but they're also bringing the Trump signs. I'm seeing some Confederate flags in Michigan, hilarious. Some Confederate a lot, some rifles out there. a lot of rifles out here and they're wearing masks first of all tell us your name and what brought you out here uh, my name is joseph dixon and i came out here to support uh the michigan businesses and uh stand up for the uh the rights of our fellow michiganders and we believe that uh the governor has overreached and overstepped her rights with our uh freedoms are you concerned about this virus I was in the beginning until I've done my research and found out the realities and the, 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 the media's 
overreach on it and uh, that it's not as serious as they made it out to be. And that's why I am here, because I feel that they are overreaching, overreacting and uh, crushing our small businesses, crushing our economy. I see you're wearing a mask, so you appear to have some level of concern. Yes. Well, I have concern. I have just common courtesy for people. I might be uh, here today. I might be a Republican, but I have common sense. So this is not just a. This is not well, just about going. It's, just, like a, it's huh? One, one of them was like a protest where they're all in their cars. Like everybody got. Well, that was part of it too. That was part of it. So this is uh this was organized uh this thing called Operation Gridlock. It was organized by uh, the Michigan Conservative Coalition, which has connections and overlaps with a lot of like fascist groups. Uh, including uh, the Proud Boys, and they fucking blocked streets in their cars, uh, blocked streets in front of Sparrow Hospital in Lansing, which is the city's main coronavirus treatment center, and were blocking ambulances and shit like that. Blocking ambulances, showing up with AR-15s and uh, tactical vests, and a lot of these motherfuckers, I got to tell you, they have they they look like they have a diet of uh, well done steaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the big boys. All right. They're they're big boys. Um, so big beardy, beardy, big, rugged. Yeah. Right. Uh, they like their sandwiches with no vegetables. Man. No vegetables. They probably think eating anything that's green is gay, honestly. They probably think it makes you gay to eat vegetables. Um, but here they are, fucking showing their dicks out in front of the uh, in front of the Michigan State House. And this is just some death cult ass shit, man. It's not even about Oh, I gotta I gotta pay my you know, I got to pay my bills and, you know, all this and that. Like, oh, I got I got kids to feed because um, these people are more likely to be OK right now. They're more likely they're like Republicans vote. The uh, Republicans tend to be more upper middle to upper class. I don't know about that. I mean, no, I mean, like, I, no, this I, I believe that's generally... true, but there's definitely plenty of like conservatives that are. Just like white trash, <laughs> like yeah, trash like, people, you know. I mean, the white trash. A lot of that, like, and a lot of that is like they. This military, they... This military gear is not cheap. All this military gear I'm watching them wear. These guns. <laughs> it's not none of this is cheap. You know, this is a, a a hobby. All the all of this cosplay, this military cosplay, is uh, it's not, not cheap. cheap. But I mean, you collect it over the years. Like a gun lasts a long time, especially if you take care of it. I that's, mean, that's and they're really not true. that expensive. I mean, yeah, but if you're struggling to feed your kids and house yourself, well, you're struggling now. I mean, they I, might not have always been struggling. Sometimes you got good years, you got bad years, you know, and then. Okay, well, like st- still. I'm gonna say that the the pores among these guys are in the minority, you know. Uh, just looking at how people vote, it's mostly upper middle class, like they're property owning 
but people. still like what upper middle class is like 70 grand a year or so or to like a hundred thousand a year i like, mean that's that's, that's, a lot of money, that's but... not that's not poor that's not you know no it's not poor but i mean think about like you know if they do have that that kind of money they probably have you know like a big mortgage and like because they had the money to spend they got it they probably got you know some big ass diesel truck that's like it's twelve hundred dollar payment that stimulus check is gone already <laughs> like yeah you know well like, like the more like, money you and let, until you start getting into like the millions of dollars and the billions of dollars and even millionaires you know like they have they they have so much like in debt that they have to pay like they, they got to keep making the, that millions of dollars like they're out like the more here, money you make the more the bigger your bills get they're out here protesting their ability to work but again, going back to what I was saying, what I'm saying, no, right, like, but like, I just want to make the point that these are the people who are going to be against science, they're going to be against, uh, like, social services, too. So these people are breaking quarantine, and instead of protesting to get a UBI, and to get, uh, you know, f- uh, to get f- a food program, to get uh, uh, health care, or to get, uh, you know, like... The gentle laborer shall no longer suffer from the noxious greed of Mr. Krabs. Hey, what's that guy talking about? I don't know, but he's got a megaphone. We will dismantle oppression board by board. We'll saw the foundation of big business in half, even if it takes the scientists are telling us that we're got to stay inside for more oh who's who wants to shoot who's trying to shoot for may and june or like texas governor is at the end of the month or at the end of the month it's gonna start re you know reopening shit but like who is this for the governor called me sunday afternoon and invited me to be on the uh task force i was honored to do it it's a tough job that houston talent will tackle mattress mac is joining tillman fertita and other business owners across the state to advise governor abbott on how to reopen texas what are you hearing that business owners need most right now the thing we need most is customers but the priority is safety business owners right they want to send us out to make profits again before we know for sure that this thing is under control, which is not going to be in the next couple months. A, B, uh, these Republican governors in these states are doing the least amount of work. You know, South Dakota right now is a huge flaming hotspot uh, on the coronavirus because they didn't want to do anything. And now they got a giant fucking problem on their hands. Um so if they open up sooner than everyone after doing the least amount of anyone, Texas is 49th out of the 50 states in testing. So they don't even really know what the situation is, uh, but they're already starting to well, they just talk. They just tell coronavirus, don't mess with Texas. And then, don't mess with Texas, okay. all right? <laughs> We're going to stop buying Coronas altogether, coronavirus. You hear yeah, that? Yeah, I'll drink Medela. Well, I don't care. I would drink Medela. We'll drink Tecate, all right? We'll even drink... You know, God forbid, we'll, we'll drink a Dos Equis. We ain't bougie down here, but we'll drink it. Corona. So move along now, little doggy. Um, but like, it's fu- and like, fuck all these guys, you know? Fuck all these guys. Blocking 
blocking a hospital, bringing their guns. I mean, this is more than just about the economic situation. You know, these guys well, I think are a lot of the guys are probably to... afraid of you know like a repeat of nine eleven with the Patriot Act and stuff. Like how like you know they they say like when whenever they, like the government passes something like that that you know is everybody thinks is a good thing and believes is a good thing like gay marriage like whatever like like everybody wants that to get pushed through so then they start adding in a bunch of other shit that nobody wants just to to pass it through under everybody's nose or whatever so like right now with what's going on you wonder like how much shit like how many like of our freedoms are going to be taken away and everything like that's that's what I I think that they're worried about, and they, so I can yeah, see but what, for them, but that's why, like, for them, it's like a very abstract. Like for them, it's like you have to stay home and you can't work is the extent of it. Because when okay, like the Patriot Act is one thing, yeah, for sure. You know the the online surveillance kind of affects us all uh, in a, in similar ways. However. This all goes back to this, like, there's always, like, an angle on this where it affects some people more than others. So, using the surveillance thing as an example, after 9-11, who was facing the, the, a disproportionate amount of surveillance? It was the Muslim community. And then, even since then, the FBI has designated a, quote, black identity extremists as a te- terrorist group where th- there's no such thing. Uh, they're just using it as a precursor to surveil uh, black activists in the country who are protesting mostly uh, against p- police brutality, uh, mostly against like health disparities. Um, and then one who is most likely to die right now from the coronavirus or most likely to get coronavirus <laughs> in this country is black Americans here in Chicago. 70% of the cases of coronavirus are from black people. New Orleans is like 70% of the deaths are black people. Same, well, you ever same stop thing. And, and ask yourself, maybe coronavirus is the one that's racist. <laughs> yeah. Coronavirus grew up on way too many, uh, forties Looney Tunes cartoons. It's got the right, wrong idea, wrong idea about the <laughs> human population out here. Okay, um, but like all of these, all of these health disparities that already exist are just are are being um, made worse by this. You know, it's and this is the, this is the situation across the country. So, from talking to experts and talking to patients who've actually been ill with COVID nineteen. They say that it really comes down to three factors. One is health, two is jobs, and three is surprisingly misinformation. So when it comes to health, black and brown people are already overrepresented when it comes to those pre-existing conditions that make COVID-19 deadly. So we're talking uh, diabetes, asthma, heart disease, hypertension, high blood pressure. And then when you talk about jobs as a second factor, uh, communities of color are overrepresented in gig economy jobs and service industry jobs where they are required to have face-to-face interaction in order to do their jobs. And then finally, Allison, this, this notion of misinformation, that's what kind of stunned me. I don't know if you saw on your Twitter feed or your Instagram feed, but I saw memes that were saying things like black people can't get coronavirus. We know that's not true, but a lot of people didn't initially because there were so many questions around this virus when it first came out. And, uh, you know, the CDC said 
this myth is so prevalent, they actually had to create a web portal to dispel that myth, saying, no, 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 guys, <laughs> you know, coronavirus can affect anybody regardless of shape, size, race, color, creed. It's mostly, it's the vast majority is black people who are bearing the brunt of this. And then the next most is uh, Latinos. And then you want to, I was looking at a map of uh, uh, parts of the country that don't, that are water, that live in water poverty. They don't have running water. They don't have uh, uh, clean water. So they can't wash their hands, right? They can't take baths. They have to like go to a store physically to get bottled water to do all of these things. And again, these are mostly in poor black neighborhoods across the South. Uh, it's in Indian reservations in uh, the Southwest. Um, and so like all of them, all of this, like wanting to quote, reopen the economy which is, a, I think, a stupid term. Um, but they want to reopen the economy. And uh, who's going to who's gonna face the most of the consequences? They're like, ah, oh, you know what? Not even 1% of the population has gotten this. So what is even the point? Well, if you want to talk about the tiny minority of who's going to get sick and who's going to die from this, it's poor people and black and brown people, you know? Uh, and I don't know if all these dumb motherfuckers who are gathering in groups with their AR-14s know that, or their AR-15s, I don't know if they know that, I bet a lot of them do, um, but this is just, like, ignorant as fuck, as far as, like, oh, we don't want them to take away our freedoms, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine. I mean, not necessarily, we like, like, there's a lot of small businesses that are closing down, like, people you know, put their like life savings into starting up a small business. And now I mean, I'm it's talking about closed as far down as and now, like, like now they got to go get a job taking, at Walmart. It's not, it's not taking somebody's freedom away. Having a, having a risk, not pay off, having an investment fold is not a freedom being well, you know, infringed. Mean, you know, um, some of those people protesting, like they're protesting to reopen their business and stuff. It is misguided, and it, they yeah, but are. I mean, they are. Uh, everybody's misguided right now. It's so hard to get solid facts. I I don't think I don't think so, man. I think there's a lot of. Um, I think you just need to like, yeah, question everything. But I mean, like, listen to experts. You know, listen to the scientists and the doctors and maybe not listen to but fucking... Yeah, but you, you have experts saying stuff, like medical experts saying that, you know, don't wear a mask, don't wear, like, a mask. Save those for, you know, the doctors and stuff because it's really just going to be... It's going to get dirty and it's more likely you're going to get sick. So, like, that's an expert who's, like, either outright lying or he's wrong or whatever. Like, there's so the many things. The thing is, is that we... Like, well, that was, that was coming from... That was, like, at a time where we... It was early and we didn't know a lot. A. And B, it got to a point where we realized just how communicative this virus was. And it was... It became a thing that was, like... I think from the very beginning they were saying... Uh if you wear other kind of masks or other kind of coverings other than the N95 masks, uh, it's not as effective. But they were just downplaying that. But now they're saying, like, it's not as effective, but it's still something. 
and now they're ha- that they only ha- works if everybody's wearing them. Well, and even then, exactly. That's the point. I mean, we're like this is as prevent. We are coming at all of this. We're coming at all of this thinking like we're not willing to do what's necessary, which is keep everyone at home, guarantee them a wage, deliver groceries to their door, uh, have people with tests Uh go door to door. Knock, 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 knock. Hi, let me put this long ass cotton swab in your sinus cavity. And thank you so much. Peace out. Five minutes. They send you a result back the next day. Like all of these things should be possible in the richest country in the world. Um, but we're not, I mean, you and me, like, like maybe this sounds hella logical, but to the powers that be, there's no profit angle on this. There's no uh, contractor Uh angle on this. If you guarantee a test to every, to 300 million people, I mean, it, you can't make a profit on that without selling it. Oh, okay, them, for know? sure. I misheard you. Like, there's no, like, there's money to be made. Like, we see, like, Gilead is a pharmaceutical manufacturer and researcher, and they their stocks are fucking flying through the roof because they're developing a, they're developing a vaccine, a vaccine, which is like so shitty. You know, there shouldn't be a profit motive here. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be rationing based off of your. Uh, your 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 ability to to buy something if you're poor like you're be like all this shit's gonna be rationed from you but the democrats republicans all these motherfuckers they're not willing to they always uh, have to uh compromise what we know is necessary to the money makers you know um and it's gonna cost lives you know even in new york run by a democrat cuomo saying like oh you know this just you know keeping the economy shut down like this is just not sustainable i'm like you know what else is not sustainable people fucking dying bro (laughs) (laughs) um so like no one's no one's working from a position of thinking like oh we should just keep everyone at home till we have a vaccine Guarantee a wage, guarantee healthcare, guarantee tests, but instead, uh, it leaves room for people to, I guess, go out and protest in the streets, protest in the. Listen, I love a good protest, but these you motherfuckers. A, a, a Skype group protest. But these Skype. guys, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, y'all. You really want to go back to work to make money for your boss? <clears throat> Why don't you like we should be we should be demanding healthcare and demanding uh, demanding UBI instead? Should be um, protesting like going back to work. So like when they do lift all these things, I mean that's I don't know. It's it's definitely hard. Like to it's do, gonna be hard because you know the the, you know, the bus boycott was hard for those people to do. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're seeing, you're seeing like, you're seeing these people, uh, like these people that own the corporations and own like all the wealth and everything. Like they're hurting right now because of because we're not working. And like if if we just would like boycott going back to work like during this time, it would just I don't know. I just feel like it would be this would be a good time to like yeah to take a stand on this this 
stuff. Uh, and I get that, like, you know, once things start to open back up, if you have employment, like, that's going to be awesome, and you're going to want to hold on to that, especially considering that we're probably headed into a recession or depression, you know, hitting 30% unemployment, people are going to be wanting to not risk their jobs. Um, well, but if we create a united front, if you, if you have we to go have, back to work, if, if we create a united don't buy front, shit off Amazon. yeah, don't buy shit off Amazon. Uh, if we have to go back, like, Try to talk to as many people. You know, I'm tell, I'm telling y'all, now's a good time to expand everyone's imagination because you're right. The fucking CEOs are hurting because the workforce is out. And it just goes to show who has the real power here. Like, they need us to toil away and buy their shit. And if we don't do that, then they don't have an illusion of an economy anymore. You know, the illusion's done. We have nothing to lose but our chains. This is the moment Karl Marx spoke about. I mean, well, here, Maybe here, here, here we are. We're at the we're the conditions are happening for uh, uh, some kind of some kind of revolution, some kind of um, radical change in the uh in the way things work and it's and it's going to happen there's no going back there's no going back to the happy sunshiny obama day they're per- per- perceived happy sunshiny obama days because um you know we work in food service i know tons of people who were broke as shit during the obama years and poor and were getting beat up by cops during the obama years you know i grew up uh you know fearing for family members being deported you know that a traffic violation would lead to them being deported from their communities and their families and their workplaces places that they had lived for 5 10 15 20 years um and even like right now like here's the, here's what's here's the scary shit right now like I said before, we're not acting from a place of we need to do what we need to do. We need to do what the scientists say and keep everyone at home and meet their needs. We're going to throw police. We're going to police this issue as much as possible. I'm already seeing videos from around the country of uh, people getting arrested uh, because they're not like in some places where you have a, uh, a mask. You know, you have to wear a mask by law in public people are getting beat up by cops and pulled off of buses and shit uh in florida boarded up into their house uh yeah people in florida i saw this guy in florida who was um doing some uh mutual aid work and putting together packages to deliver he was giving homeless people tests this guy just acting as a volunteer giving homeless people tests and water and food and stuff wearing a bandana he was in front of his own house a black guy of course in front of his own house wearing a mask a a bandana mask gets fucking handcuffed and harassed by police officers on his own fucking property once he got out of the car um you know he asked me for id um which i said i didn't have and uh you know I, i was i was trying my best to to keep cool during the situation and, you know, remain steadfast on what I was doing, which was to be, you know, 
at downtown Miami delivering food and, and tents to homeless individuals that live downtown. Um, and so I, I pretty much went ahead and continued to do what I was going to do because I didn't know where this, this, you know, this encounter was going. And then he just decided to put cuffs on me, basically. Um, once he put cuffs on me, I called for my wife. She came out and pretty much de-escalated the situation. Um, but even before she came, he was like inches from my face, basically, um, yelling uh, that I should call him sergeant, I should call him sir. Um, and with no mask on, he had no gloves on, I could feel the saliva um, on my lips. It, it was just a, a crazy encounter. A kid in New York, you know, selling See, that is That's like unconstitutional. Well, but that's the thing. Like these things have been happening for, for decades at this point to black people. But all of this, all of this, like, oh, are we going to guarantee masks? Are the are is the city going to go door to door and hand everyone a box of ten masks to use? No. What are they going to do? They're going to send police officers into neighborhoods to police the issue, and all of the police brutality shit that we already have going on is going to be made worse. You know, I saw this video of a kid getting roughed up by the police, a child getting roughed up by police on the NY uh, New York subway uh, platform selling candy. Oh, that's corny as hell, bro. That's a little boy. That's a little boy, but they don't even be. But y'all niggas don't do nothing. That shit. That shit made me want to get off this damn train. That's a little boy. Well, like y'all don't do that to none of the grown ass niggas that sell candy, though, bro. Man, let them back on the train. Let them sell this candy. Fuck y'all niggas, man. Fuck. Get out the door, man. So little man get back with his friends. Fuck that. Why you take his jacket off, yo? Why are you doing that to him? Bro, we got to do this train. That shit making me mad, for real. Yo, let that little boy go. Look at that shit, yo. Look at that shit. He crying. And that's her son, bro. He not supposed to be on him like this. Yo, that's fucked up, yo. That's fucked up, yo. That's a little boy. Look, look how they cheating this little boy, yo. Man, he's supposed to be protecting Yo, it's a whole that kid, my son. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure on the packaging it says not for resale. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. It, ha- it says not for resale, and then it has a picture of a cop uh, swatting a baton into his palm. Um, but yeah, like this is where we're headed. And then um, look, I, I already, you know, I showed you this, or I sent you this article of like as soon as the lockdown started to happen in places like California. ICE was in there like that, doing fucking raids. I've seen some stories of uh, ICE agents going to a door, knocking on the door, telling the people inside that they're doctors. And once they open the door, they get fucking abducted and on their way to, do- to, deport- uh, to be deported. Because they know all of these undocumented people are home. They know where they live. They know they're at home. And uh, they're fucking getting disappeared. 
in the middle of a pandemic. So like all of these, like this is where the real, this is like beyond surveillance. This is where the freedoms being taken away shit is uh, is starting to creep up. If 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 a, if a governor is telling you to stay at home, so you don't get other people sick, it's not getting your freedoms taken away. All right. Um, I don't like to be unemployed either, but uh, I would much I would much rather have the government deliver me groceries. What else am I paying? Uh, you know, let's think of taxes like a subscription service, right? Like Netflix or Spotify, right? So you pay your taxes every year on your paycheck, on your sales tax, paying all of this. You know, you get your roads. They're fine. Um, you get some of them. You, yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, let's think about all of these things. That I mean, we why pay you, gotta, you, you, need, you got dominoes fixing potholes. I know. It's insane. From pizza to pavement, Domino's is now stepping in to help repair our nation's infrastructure. Their Paving for Pizza campaign is filling potholes around the country, making sure your pies make it home in one piece. The company is asking people to nominate their towns to have their potholes filled. How much well, of this work are you going to put off onto like everybody else? Exactly. Well, there's always all there's always fucking money to skim off the top. It's always contractors to be paid. I mean, the fucking the fact that the 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 train station, like the CTA, is a private entity here in Chicago. That's insane to me because they're still getting taxpayer subsidies, but they have to turn a profit. They have a CEO. They have a board <laughs> that I'm sure well, you know, are all rich buses, as fuck. The buses here, I think they're free right now because, like, they have you getting on the the back of the bus. And like you stay away from the bus driver, and like it's kind of it's like roped off at the front. So like I don't even think they're charging on the bus. The train is. Yeah, but... I mean, but they raised. I remember they raised the fares to two fifty uh, a couple years ago, and everybody. Yeah, and then they don't even them. update. They don't even update the stick. The sticker that has the price. It's still two twenty five. <laughs> so like whenever I go on it, if I'm feeling f- like fresh or whatever, I'm gonna like I I, uh, I argue with them. I'm like it says two twenty five here. And they're like, no, I'm like, are, I'm like, are you trying to steal a quarter from me? <laughs> so like, it's a good mark, which is fucked up because they're just a driver. But no, it, it's yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah, that's for false sure. advertisement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I listen. I just want to say that I am pro jumping the turnstile. If you can get away with it, you know, I am. If if you if you're feeling risky, I, I'm for it. Well, you uh, know, like. When I, I got uh, in trouble for stealing clothes from the mall when I was a kid, and the security guard told it, told me that, like, the the reason that the clothes and everything cost so much is because they have to factor in that people are going to steal stuff. And so, like, they're offsetting, like, the losses onto, like, the other customers. So, like, if that's the case, I'd be like, you know, you should just take something every once in a while, like, just to get yeah. your money back. Oh, oh, a hundred percent. Well, it's expensive because of the profit margin, mostly. I'm sure they do factor in the idea that that you know some people are going to steal, but that doesn't. It's not happening that much. Yeah, but there, it's, it's kind it's of the, fuck you to put that off onto your paying customers. Yeah, a hundred percent. Steal from Walmart. Steal from Target. I know some of y'all bougie motherfuckers out there love your Target. If you can get steal away with from it, it. Steal from Amazon. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. maybe don't steal from Amazon. That guy's no, you probably, can steal. Here's how you dangerous. steal from Amazon. 
here's here's how you steal from Amazon. You order a package, it gets to you, and then exactly a week or two later, you say you never got it, and they refund you the money. Easy, right? I hear so many stories about that, like where like somebody orders something and they just get two sent to them, and and then they'll like they'll call them up or whatever, like you sent me two of these, and they're like, oh, whatever. I had a ooh, I had a friend in college, a really good friend of mine. Uh, who I'm not gonna give this. I, I want to shout him out, but I'm not gonna give his name away. Uh, but he figured out how to steal like big shit from Walmart. He would uh buy. He would like get a PlayStation or something, or like he did like a comforter one time. He got a comforter and would buy it and would leave, and then go to another Walmart with the receipt with the receipt and return it but keep the receipt and then he would just go pick up the same comforter in the aisle and then just walk right out with it yeah he did that with like a playstation he did that with a comforter he did that with all kinds of shit he's buying furniture god bless him god bless him uh uh but yeah so like i mean all of these like all all of these taxes we pay like i just don't understand why don't we don't live in the most advanced society in the world what is the deal well i mean it's our it's our you know our biological hang-ups you know that we haven't gotten over yet that's why we needed to just merge with machine you know get rid of these get rid of all these emotions like jealousy and greed and all that no, shit. No, I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't, do, I don't agree. I think people, I think people have, uh, I think people are, we are communal by nature, even conservatives. If you're part of the tribe, then they love you, you know, even because there's, there's an interesting thing about being from Texas. If, if you're brown, yeah, there's a lot of racism amongst the white people in Texas, but you can be one of the good ones and then some of that some of that goes away because they see you differently if you're one of the good ones if you're a family friend or something like that um and that goes a long way in uh curing other parts of the racism uh like if you are a white guy if you're a racist conservative white guy in texas you're probably racist but if you have black friends like for real you have black friends that that like you know that helps. Yeah. There's a guy uh, who's on Joe Rogan who uh, he's a black guy who like he'll he like goes to KKK. Me- I don't he don't, I don't think he goes to the meetings, but like he'll end up like meeting people in the KKK and he'll just talk to them and like yeah. eventually they'll they'll leave the group just because of like how how he is or whatever. Like he's polite, you know. Like that's why you can't just hate on a group and label them, you know, like evil nazis and stuff because they're not gonna they're not gonna listen to you they're gonna just see you as as the opposer or whatever like you have to you gotta be understanding and you gotta see where they're coming from and and but but you gotta tell them you know i just don't agree with you or whatever that guy though that guy that's his work god bless him i think he's doing the lord's work i appreciate that Mm -hmm. um he is willing to move past uh 
like the violence and shit you know he is willing to move past that shit that's like when uh this in dallas a couple years ago uh this dallas police officer mistakenly went into a uh, uh, black guy's apartment a quote mistakenly and killed him um murdered him in his own apartment and then at the trial the i think the younger brother of the guy who was killed like hugged hugged the cop in forgiveness and then after oh man after the fucking after the 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 shooting i think in south carolina at a black church Dylan Roof, you know, the, the the some of the family members, you know, called to forgive the guy. And like I, that's on people individually to look past that because, you know, there's something to say about giving people the benefit of the doubt. But like these um like proud boys are they're neo-nazis they they do violence and they organize a uh they organize blocking a hospital and blocking ambulances you know i mean that's because uh, people people like call them you know racist and and you know like white male privilege and all that shit like if, if you want to if you want to alienate somebody they're not gonna. They're not gonna listen to you or be part of your team or or right. No, but I'm team. saying like I like, don't want to look past. I don't want to do that. I don't necessarily want to extend a <laughs> olive branch to uh, violent racists because they're 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 violent and their ideology is rooted in violence. And I, they should be alienated because they're they're wrong because their ideas are rooted in violence. I don't think there's any. If they want to, if they want to um, uh, uh, rehabilitate themselves or reform themselves or whatever, why would they want? If well, they're, exa- if they're, I, they're, I, they're I'm not. Like, I'm not would, here. Think you're wrong. They so why shouldn't you already? Reform? They already do that. But that's not my. That's not on me. I, I. It's also not on them. They don't see it on them. Like you, you, you both see the other as the bad guy, the one who's wrong. I don't commit violence against, but these guys are. These guys actually commit violence. They actually like beat people well, up. You don't. But there violence. are there are people on the other side who do commit violence. Um, they there's violence that gets committed on both sides. Like you can, like th- that's also like there's. You know, no, the no one, people on the left don't commit murders. People on the left just don't. Oh, that commit. is the most ridiculous thing you've ever who? said. Like people who? on the left don't commit. Everybody in America? commits murder. Well, okay, Not no, everybody. I'm saying political, political violence, pointed political violence. They don't, they don't do that because that's not part of the philosophy. But like the right wing authoritarian philosophy has elements of domination in it that leads them to commit political violence people on the left when they commit what's perceived as violence it's chairs being thrown through shop windows and burning property which doesn't kill people which it's mostly uh corporate property property can kill people but it but if it's like this is this is what's used i don't want my argument to be about no, no no but like this is what's this is used to discounts like after ferguson 
an unarmed black guy was killed by police and people came out of their homes and protested and they rioted. And every time a riot happens, it's in response to something like a, a police murder. And it's a response of defense. And when property damage happens, it's always, they're always made to be looked as aggressors and uh, violent thugs, and um, because they're because they see they see property damage as equally violent as uh, like for example when the fucking neo Nazis were marching in Charlottesville and they were shouting fucking Nazi slogans, literally Nazi slogans, and they drove a car into a crowd of people and murdered a protester. And the president says the president says that there's good guys on there or there there are bad guys on both sides or whatever. Uh, one side is protesting racial violence and in, injustice, and the other side is is doing it. Like there's no daylight between the two perspectives. Um, like I'm willing to give. Some people who just want to get back to work, maybe, and there's simple, you know, perspectives or uh, I, like, okay, I may, maybe I'm willing to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and just be like, ah, they're just acting silly. I don't agree with them. I think they're kind of dumb, but at least they're not doing anything explicitly racist or violent. But when you have a group like the Proud Boys who has history of doing violence, organizing a car fucking caravan to block hospitals and ambulances, that's not, there's no uh, benefit of the doubt to be given there. People, I have something to say. I work for Sparrow hospital how can i do my job if y'all idiots are blocking up the ways to get to the hospital there are people dying every minute and you guys trump supporters want to block up everything and don't care about nobody else what if it was your mother what if it was your father what if your infant son or daughter get sick because you decide to go around and hang and open up the windows so your kids and your family members can hang their window heads out the window to support something that you have no business to do this is ridiculous and it's unfair for the people that have to go to work every single day especially in the hospital to do their job. If y'all don't take y'all asses home, this is what I'm mad about. All y'all want to sit down there and pump your horn, hang out the window, throw your flag out because y'all don't like what somebody told y'all to do? Y'all some idiots. Total idiots. I can't do my job. I can't help anybody because y'all decide to block up every entrance way to get to the hospital. There's okay. no, well, you if know, you like, think, if you think like that, these people are just Nazis and they're like, 
you you can't rehabilitate them like then the only solution is just to round them up and shoot them and at that point like then you're you're the violent one like you you, you know no you can't get rid of them you, you you can either try to kill them to get rid of them or you have to like you guys have to find common ground or no you, like i'm not we don't have common ground to find with far right alt-right white supremacists neo-nazis yeah, no there yeah, isn't they're we struggling the Amer like the United States fought a war against them because they fucking suck and they're murderous fucking vampires. They're not literally Nazis. Proud Boys are Nazis. Proud Boys are literally Nazis. That's like such a backwards way of thinking to me. Like if you want to just label somebody as a monster and just leave them there, like just to be monsters, like how can you ever have no, like I'm a, telling a you, society. the Proud Boys are literally an alt-right neo-Nazi group. They're not... That That's literally what they are. They're like a white supremacist You're not group. saying anything. You're just you're just saying... That you're, you're not backing up what you're saying at all. You're just saying this is how it is. That's how it is. That, that's how uh, they are. Like, <clears throat> I mean, at you're, Charlottesville... You're, you're no, but like, no, I'm not. At Charlottesville... There were members of the Proud Boys that were beating up, that were beating people up and shit, man. Like protest, like beating up people who were protesting them. Like keep in mind, like white supremacy is rooted in violence. It's a violent ideology that is about wiping people out. Like they, the more that perspective, the more people believe in that perspective, the more racial violence is legitimized and now that's I'm not saying that people need to like conform to their beliefs i'm saying that like you you're not going to get anywhere with them just by labeling them as as the wrong ones that are the monsters that need to i'm not like they're not just going to die off either i'm like, not trying to get anywhere with them i we but then like, you're all people gonna like have me, this struggle People like the me never gonna are, go away. They need to be deep. No, well, struggle is eternal. But and there people is like common me, ground, like to find, like, because both of these groups are being oppressed by, you know, like richer people that are taking away their freedoms and everything, and and make making them believe that the problem is, you know, the black guys or whatever, you know, like or racism is a tool of the owner class from even before chattel slavery. They knew that it was going to be necessary to divide the working class into race to be able to control the working class better. Um, but like, I am not. I'm I'm brown. I'm not safe negotiating or talking down or befriending uh, people like the Proud Boys. You know. Uh -huh. That's and, why you you. That's why you got you got gringos like me, who just want peace uh, between the two groups, all all the groups, and they're going to be on your side. Um. So yeah. I just like they. Uh, but this like there's also like the issue of um. There's also of like, looking at what the federal government could do. Like Trump himself has said, like, oh, I don't know why. I don't know. It doesn't seem fair to me that Medicare doesn't apply to everyone. Oh, people are losing their employer-based health care. Oh, maybe we should give Medicare to everyone. Which, like, okay, wow. If the 
if the far right president outflanks the Democrats on the left, we're literally playing. He's literally doing the Nazi playbook where you expand the social safety net. You do it for the country and you do you make it you do it in a very nationalistic uh, flag waving way. Now you have as a right wing leader, his next play is to exclude people from the social safety net and make them look like parasites. And so in this situation, it's going to be undocumented people. It's going to be Muslims. It's going to be the Chinese Americans and Asian Americans. Um, And you rile people up even more. So like this is also like an issue with the common ground thing. So if we find that we have uh, health care as a health or healthcare perspective as a common ground with, uh, you know, far right groups, then this is where this is where the common ground is going to fuck people up in the end. And it's going to be mostly black and brown people. Um, that's my, that's like my eternal hesitancy with, uh, trying to rehabilitate or befriend white supremacists because I put myself in danger when I do. And, um, I'm not here to play that game. I'm here to just say, punch Nazis, make them, make them afraid to be in public because they should be. I think they should be deplatformed. I think they should be afraid to be in the public sphere. I think they should be shamed and booed and laughed at and punched and thrown milkshakes at milkshakes at in public. Karl Popper, in the first volume of The Enemies of the Open Society, writes of what he calls the paradox of tolerance. Unlimited tolerance, he says, must lead to the disappearance of tolerance. If we extend unlimited tolerance even to those who are intolerant, if we are not prepared to defend a tolerant society against the onslaught of the intolerant, then the tolerant will be destroyed and tolerance with them. In this formulation, I do not imply, for instance, that we should always suppress the utterance of intolerant philosophies. As long as we can counter them by rational argument and keep them in check by public opinion, Suppression would certainly be most unwise, but we should claim the right to suppress them if necessary by force, for it may easily turn out that they are not prepared to meet us on the level of rational argument, but begin by denouncing all argument. They may forbid their followers to listen to rational argument because it is deceptive and teach them to answer arguments by the use of their fists or pistols. We should therefore claim in the name of tolerance, the right not to tolerate the intolerant. We should claim that any movement preaching intolerance places itself outside the law, and we should consider incitement to intolerance and persecution as criminal in the same way as we should consider incitement to murder or kidnapping or the revival of the slave trade as criminal. Um, That's just going to make them, like, hate you guys more, like, hate everybody well, more they're, they're it's going to reaffirm hateful. they're it's like already a self-fulfilling prophecy no 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 well, yeah, they're no, you already have, hateful you have young, because young, there's young kids growing up in like rural areas with like you know redneck upbringing and everything and like where they're you know their parents tell them like you know oh these people are 
these people are, you know, whatever racist thing you want to think of. I'm not going to, I'm not going to start listing off racist shit, but like, uh, then, you know, like they are part of this community who were, you know, your side or the liberal side or whatever you want to call them, like think that they're trash, racist, Nazis. And so if they're always like the ones who were like considered the wrong ones, like I remember this, I remember this, uh, class I had in like history class in, in school where, and I'm from Oregon, which is a very democratic, like liberal, uh, state. And there was like, we're, we're having this debate of whole class where one side of the room is left, one side of the room is right. And like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about a certain subject, like the death penalty, like which side are you on for the, the that discussion? And there was always a, there's like one or two kids who like wear camo every day and they're, uh, they were always on the right, you know, conservative side. And like, no matter what, no matter how obvious it seemed, like the liberal side was right, they always went to the right side and they were smart and articulate in their arguments. Like, and they made some good points and everything. And like for them, it must've felt like, you know, everybody's against them for their beliefs and everything. And like some of their beliefs aren't wrong. And like, sometimes, you know, you're just part of this group because like some of your beliefs align with theirs, like, you know, stuff on the death penalty or like, or abortion. I don't think that, I don't think that, you know, they're right with abortion, but you know, with some people who, you know, been raised in the church and like, I mean, that are indoctrinated into that stuff. Like, I don't like it, but I know how somebody could be indoctrinated and, and not, and really think that they're right when they're wrong. And so like, I just think that just alienating them is just going to make, it's just going to harden their beliefs and like make them. I'm not here saying that a traditional conservative, like regular middle of the road conservative is a Nazi. I'm not saying that. But I am saying there is overlap in certain ideological uh, places uh, with more far right uh, quotes alt rights or fringe or whatever like neo nazis. Um, I'm not calling regular. I'm like again I'm from Texas and have plenty of friends that are more conservative, much more conservative than I am, and uh, I wouldn't call them Nazis. Um, yeah, but I mean other people probably might just sure. because of like and what they're I, wearing and stuff. Right. And, yes. Um, like, yeah, no, that, you're right. That is pushing and, and them into. I yes, I. They're like, well, oh, you think I'm on this side? Well, fuck you. I am on this side. How about that? Well, that's why I think like the Democrats are so fucking terrible at politics because if they introduced uh, any kind of class analysis, a class analysis into their um, voter out outreach or media or anything, they could reach poor conservatives. If you made snappy, uh, vulgar videos about shitting on rich people, I bet you could reach a lot of conserv- like working class conservative people out but of But I Texas. mean, we see with you know their nominee, Joe Biden, that they don't really give a fuck. They don't really it. give a fuck. Exactly. So the, the people that could be reached, there are people that can be reached with class analysis. They're anti-establishment. And um, I'm not calling them Nazis, even though I know a lot of liberals do. I know that Trump 
a lot of people don't follow politics really closely. They just don't. They don't see. It's not that interesting. They don't see that. Like and she, she, like they don't. He ends they up don't... getting, you know, his son, his his kids own his hotels and like they get, like they book whatever whatever like poly- political stuff they do at his hotel so that it's like making money and shit or whatever. Yeah, like, and his uh, his daughter and his son in law like do policy and they are on tasks for it. they work in the white house you know it's like yeah so well shady. and the, the democrats would like ex- have to expose their own corruption in order to have that kind of uh message so like they uh, i'm not calling regular conservatives nazis i'm saying that in this protest there were fucking alt-right organizations there that specifically organized blocking a hospital. Um, And these people are emboldened by the leaders and by the president, either because they believe in it. Trump, I think, is mostly an opportunist, but he does have a guy in the White House... uh, like his name is Stephen Miller, and he's a garbage, racist, fascist who's in charge of the immigration policy in this country, and they're doing Gestapo shit in America. They're doing Gestapo shit, so they they have their guys either in power or they have guys that have the ears of power. But either way, it's contributing to the uh, uh, pulling right, you know, pulling society farther and farther into an authoritarianism, into xenophobia, into racism, into traditional gender values and all this crazy shit, you know. Um, this is why people should be even more pissed off at the at the Democratic Party for trying to give us a, a, somebody like Joe Biden. Like nobody's going to want to vote for him. They're basically giving the election to Donald Trump kinds of things that that have to be done. Um, You know, there's a uh, during World War Two, you know, where Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that, uh, you know, was totally different than a than the the, it's called he called the, you know, the World War Two. He had the world, the the war production board. Yeah, I mean, I the Democratic Party is like a mess. They're yeah. both like, we need a new party. I We're mean, skip the third party and go straight to the fourth. <laughs> we got to burn the fucking party to the ground. The Democratic Party. Well, the you're right. Like the fact that the Democrats are not an effective opposition party because they've abandoned class politics. Now they're a party of the rich. Now for thirty years they've tried to triangulate and win conservative moderate voters, upper middle class uh, suburban voters, mostly white, abandoning the working class and abandoning the diverse base to win more conservative Democrats. So even when they're in power, what do they do? They, uh, and like, listen, I helped, I volunteered to uh, flip a red seat to blue in the 2018 midterm election. Texas 7, Lizzie Fletcher, replaced a Republican. But she's not even for universal health care. So what's the fucking point? You know? What's the point if we get 
uh, if we flip a seat, that remains conservative. What's the fucking point? If the Democratic House can't do anything, they can't pass legislation, all they could have really done is do impeachment. And what did they go and do? Fuck up impeachment. They could have done impeachment on the kid camps or the emoluments clause where Trump was enriching himself through his hotels. They could have done it on any number of things. And what do they do? They they waste a year and a half, and then they try to do impeachment based on Ukrainian, him leveraging this and that with the Ukrainians and covering up for Joe Biden's son. It's weak sauce. Nobody gives a shit. But crying kids being separated from their border, that's easy politics. Just fucking do a one minute ad. Of, yeah, I mean, a lot of, of those kids. Of, you know, a lot of those kids, like, there's recordings of kids getting separated from their parents, crying, being separated by these fucking jackboots and going into camps. There's recording audio of it. All you have to do is put that one minute audio on a one minute ad and then and put Trump at the end. Like, the easy politics. But the reason they don't do any of that is because it would reveal their own complicity in all of these fucking issues. That Joe Biden, yeah, is corrupt. And his son, yeah, has jobs because his dad is a vice president. The fact that the Democrats built the fucking concentration camps to put kids in in 2014. The Obama administration deported 3 million people, more than any other president combined. The, the President Trump came in and already had... A deportation machine, a war machine, a corporate welfare machine. I already had all of these things. He Did he expand it? Yes. But all that infrastructure and the foundation and the legal precedent was already there for Trump to take advantage of and expand. So, yeah, no, fuck the Democrats for not being an effective opposition party. But again, as I've said before, I don't think they give a shit about being an opposition party. I think they just want to pay lip service to the base, make it look like they're the good guys, raise money, and lose elections. You know? Mm -hmm. Be a controlled opposition for the rest of the time. Because both parties are taking money from the telecom industry. Both parties taking money from Wall Street. Both parties taking money from the health insurance the drug in industry, uh, uh, oil and gas, too. Keep in mind, everybody. I, this is probably news to some people, but um, the Democrats are not necessarily pro-science either. You know, uh, They don't believe in climate change. All these guys okay. are so fucking old that they're going to be dead before the any repercussions happen. Right. I mean, the Obama administration ramped up oil drilling in its last two years they ramped up oil they opened up the uh, offshore drilling and uh expanded fracking sold fracking to almost like all these eastern european countries and um and they want to be they want to be the climate change party they want to make us think that they would actually fight for climate change when they uh expanded all this extraction in the name of energy independence and now look, you know, now we're opening up like national parks to drilling and shit like that. Uh, you know, yeah, let's just fucking burn the party to the ground. 
burn the institutions to the ground that allowed a two-party system to happen, like the Senate. Senate is unconstant is 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 uh, uh, undemocratic. The Senate, uh, the Electoral College, pack the courts. I don't give a fuck. Uh, burn it, burn it all to the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fed up. I am fed the fuck up, man. I'm fed up. And you know what? I'm going to take this $1,200 and um, I'm going to buy $1,200 worth of uh, drugs and alcohol. Okay? Trump. I'm not going to do that. Did you know uh, Donald Trump doesn't drink? He drinks soda. He drinks soda. He drinks like Coke. A shitload is, of soda. That is... And, uh, Pop it, pops Adderalls all day. You don't want to. You don't want to be mixing up. uppers and downers like that, <laughs> <laughs> especially at his age. No, right. That's what keeps him going, man. That's it's what keeps him going. His immune system's too wired to get sick by the coronavirus. I think so. Like as unhealthy as he is, uh, subsiding on a diet of KFC and McDonald's and well done steak with ketchup <laughs> on it. Uh, that motherfucker's gonna live forever. They're gonna figure. That, uh, they're gonna figure it out. He, he believes that your the body has uh, a finite amount of energy per day, and so he doesn't work out. To, so he doesn't waste his energy. Oh yeah, he he said that. I'm gonna I'm gonna insert that clip because that's a that's such <laughs> funny fucking, so fucking funny, fucking crazy asshole, um, crazy fucking asshole. I mean. But and also, man, you know, extending a uh, extending a conversation to the people who don't think like you. Like I said, I think a class analysis can go a long way. But as we both acknowledge, there's a a, uh, a cult that a good chunk of the country is part of. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you talk to people when they're in a cult, though? You know, you got to start a, a better cult. I think I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so like in my mind, it's like starting a socialist cult where I don't know. Here's the here's the first first things first. Socialists believe in gun rights. Okay, everybody, let's get that out of the way. Uh, the Democrats don't believe in owning guns. Socialists believe in owning guns. So maybe we can get maybe we can have a little bit of crossover there. <laughs> Uh, We're only going to bang some of the members, just so it doesn't get too weird. It's consensual. It's, let's see. We have a cult. Everyone marries marries each other. Um, We should should recruit some programmers and make like an in-house dating app. (laughs) Right? And then we can have like that algorithms like help you pick a partner with whom you want to be close with even though we're all married it's not it's like mostly it's like communal and platonic uh uh it's no it's good vibes it's nothing but good vibes Mm -hmm. we'll have a little app we'll like do an open source app you know it's free i'm gonna do some research on cults and we're gonna figure out all the bad shit that ends up screwing the cult over yeah, we're not going to do that shit. No, we're going to decentralize it as much as possible. Let's mm-hmm. have us just like worship the group, 
right? I don't, I would, I yeah. really don't want to have a leader. We can have like a symbolic leader, like, um, I don't know, like SpongeBob or uh, who's somebody that everybody likes. Um, what about, uh, is it Pepe the Frog? Oh, no, he's, he's already, he's been, he's, oh, he's been co He's racist oh. now, and he's dead. The artist killed him. That's canon. Oh. We can't. Yeah, we we would have yeah. to. Uh, um, how about figure Pepe, out Le Pepe Le Pew's a rapist. We don't like rapists oh, anymore. That's true, but she she always wanted it in the end. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who is a universal? Who does everybody like? I mean, it's got to be a cartoon, I feel like. It's got to right. be, like, Bugs Bunny or something. Um, mm. We'll fix that. Well, that's how about, uh, yeah. Maybe we yeah. do, like, just like a generic dog, like a, like a puppy. Or a I don't know. Maybe it, it might even be a bad idea just to, just to like, idolize a, a single entity. Like, I like okay. what you're saying about idolizing the group. Like, we're all you know, doing this for each other's benefit. Like uh, Simone de Beauvoir said that to to truly be free, you need to will the freedom of others. Because, like, if, if everybody else is a slave, like, and you wanted, like, say you wanted to, like, you're free and you wanted to, like, start a baseball team or something, and everybody everybody else isn't a slave. Like, there's nobody can, nobody can be on your team. Nobody's going to coach you. Like, you need everybody to be free. For you to be free. Yes, I am not free until everybody is free. That's no, that's good. That's some solidarity right there. That's the, that's the definition of solidarity. Um, <clears throat> no, I like that. I like that. Good shit. Um, yeah, good shit. Well, um, I think it's a good place to any uh, to 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 end. Um, mm -hmm. Anything you want to plug? Anything you're watching <sighs> right now? <sighs> Oh, uh, there's this new show coming out on the 20th that I'm getting excited for because it's uh, the uh, Pendleton Ward who made Adventure Time and Duncan Trussell, who's hilarious, are making this show called uh, Midnight Gospel, where it's like an animated show and uh, Duncan Trussell is like the character and he like, I don't know, he just talks about crazy shit, like death and stuff. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it seems, it seems cool. Right um let's see i'm gonna uh oh yeah i was just on my buddy's uh podcast uh called this film is not yet created uh check out episode three uh it's a show where we um make up a sequel for an existing movie and like read scenes that we wrote from a made-up movie so i have written a the final scene of time cop 2 the ohio decision uh yeah we we all uh, brought in our made-up scenes from a time cop sequel the van damme classic the 96 classic and uh, I'm going to put in some links in the show notes to some, like, mutual aid groups. If you want to get involved in, like, uh, uh, you know, delivering food to, like, seniors and disabled people or packing food or, you know, even just, like, donating, um, whatever, you know, whatever we can do to, to help our, our immediate communities. 
I'll put I'll put some mutual aid links uh, in the show notes. You know, and, Tesla. Uh, Tesla's providing those ventilators to uh, like hospitals and stuff. Which he only he, like he's providing like a thousand like to places all over the country. Yeah, and they're not like, they're they're not ventilators. They are uh, they're sleep apnea machines. So they're not even the right thing. And they were like old, old versions of these sleep apnea breathing aids. That, there's like uh, 600,000 people that have this right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many cases are severe, but I'm pretty sure it's more than a thousand. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's helping. But if it's he really wants not... to help, he should start putting bidets in everybody's houses so we don't have to use toilet paper. Well, I mean, the real thing he needs to do is uh, redo his factory to like make ventilators but instead he ordered a bunch of uh, CPAP machines from China and, that were old and sent them to hospitals slapped Tesla stickers on them and sent them to hospitals they're not even ventilators uh, and they uh, take in air and return it into the air <laughs> so these CPAP machines would put uh, put doctors and nurses at risk Tesla you're on my shit list still, or fucking Elon Musk. You know what you gotta do, asshole, alright? Stop arguing with people on Twitter about how uh, overblown this all is, and uh, fucking retool your production lines, dick. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna put some mutual aid links <laughs> in the show notes. Uh, nice. Wanna get involved wherever you're at. Help people out, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, you know, fuck the government, man. Fuck the fucking government. Like, we should, we should, ideally, we shouldn't have to rely on it. So, if you want to get out there and uh, help some people out, you can do that. Uh, Independence Days is on Facebook and Twitter. You could look at all the cover art of the show at barkleftmedia.com. Leave us, uh, leave us uh, a nice little review, and um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Later.